Hello everyone, welcome back to iCringe. I'm your host, Rachel Higginbotham, and it's time to cringe. I'm super stoked about this episode. This is our Halloween special, Roommate Ooh. Horror Stories. <laughs> I feel like we just have like a Halloween song playing. Like. I'm super excited for this episode. We're going to have three guests, and in between, Kemley is going to sing songs by nationally acclaimed artists. Get excited. <laughs> so let's get into it. Our first guest, my bestie, Hannah Dodds. Hannah Dodds present. Welcome to the show, Hannah. Thank you, thank you. It's so good to be welcomed. I usually don't get welcomed places, so it's like a pleasant surprise. And I'm like, oh, someone enjoys my company. Oh, wow, this is great. Wow. <laughs> I love this for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, can you do your, your laugh? Oh, yeah, my Jonas. Yeah. Laugh from French. Chandler Bing. <laughs> That was okay, so good. Cool. So Hannah, tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into it, but like just funny stuff. I have an extra rib in my neck, <laughs> legitimately. They thought I had cancer. It's just like a little part of it. I don't have a deformed neck. Not that that's a bad thing. <laughs> I have a little bone there and I'm blonde and it's all natural. Wow. Yeah. What and an I, accomplishment. And I have lots of boots because it's cold. How many pairs of boots do you have? Like at least 10. Yeah, but I have like over 40 shoes probably. I wish I was your shoe collector. Mm, I wish I... It, what, you wish you were a pair of my shoes? Yeah. I wish I could be a pair of your shoes. I mean, like, people walk all over me. Might as well be cute. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> mm. Hannah, since we're talking about roommates today, I wanted mm. to ask, what's your biggest pet peeve? Bad smells. Mm. Like, leaving your dishes is one thing. Having food on them, and then it, like, smells up the house, and then you're inviting friends over, and you're like, oh, I'm sorry. Just kidding, I don't live here. It doesn't usually smell like this. That's probably my biggest pet peeve. Like, it's not my fault, but I'm sad you're uncomfortable. Yeah, and people that don't take care of their pets, too. When I tell people <laughs> my biggest pet peeve, they're like, <laughs> you're lying. Well, you know what it is? I mean, I, I feel like I should know since we've flipped together several times. But <laughs> I hate it when people talk to me when they're brushing their teeth. <laughs> I can't handle it because, like, I just hate all the bodily fluids. You know, like, I'm watching Grey's Anatomy and I'm like, I'm only here for the drama. Why do I see blood? See? <laughs> and so, like, when people are brushing their teeth, there's just so much spit. Yeah. And they're like... I, I, I can't let my husband watch me spit after I brush my teeth. I'm like, look away. No joke. He's like, are you kidding me? We've been married for months. I'm like, and? Let's keep this up. Yeah. Look away. You can't know that I spit. Yeah. Absolutely not. No, I still like, I'll, I'll like cover my mouth when I spit. Yeah. Like if like, someone else like, is in there. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like watching people spit either. When I know they're about to spit, I no. turn away. Yeah. It's just gross. When someone talks to me, when they're brushing their teeth, it makes me want to throw up. Okay, Hannah, what's your story? It all started in a much happier year of 2019. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. I decided to go to North Point because my cousin <laughs> was like, this place is great. And I didn't know anything. I don't do research. And <laughs> my dad's like, hey, I think you should go to North Point. I'm like, yeah, because Ashton said that. Okay, let's do it. And it all went downhill about two minutes I walked in. I didn't know any of my roommates except one. She was my childhood best friend. That was super cool. I knew that my room roommate would be chill. That day, I meet my roommates, and they seem okay. I try to be nice to them, but you know when someone's not nice to you, and you kind of sit there and look like a fool? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was me. Then there was one roommate, and she's like, I brought my cat. And I was like, 
Oh, okay. But this was not a cute cat. This was not a kitty cat. <laughs> this was a sick old cat. It had conjunctivitis. You definitely had pink eye. Yellow crusties. Like okay. its eyes were just like the windows to the soul. Yeah, his soul was like <laughs> he needed some repentance. He was struggling. He was on the verge. And I'm just staring at this cat and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be in the place I live. The cat has nine lives, go into your next life. Mm, seriously. You know like when the bird catches on fire and then like a cute bird comes out of it? Like when's that happening, babe? Yeah, but it never happened. Two days pass. I go to class. I meet some friends. I'm hilarious. We're having a grand old time. I come home because I have lots of homework and I'm working on my laptop. This is the laptop sound. <laughs> the roommate who has the cat walks out and she's like, where is she? And I was like, excuse me? She's like, where's your room roommate? I'm like, probably like having fun or doing homework. I don't know. She's like, she let my cat out of the apartment. I saw the door open. And I was like, oh shoot. Oh and no, all I'm what are we gonna like, do without the cat? Right, yeah. Oh, what, what will I do knowing that this diseased animal isn't in proximity of where I sleep? And at the same time you're like, oh, this is why she's my childhood best friend. Exactly. <laughs> I couldn't help but be like, oh shoot, but like secretly impressed. My roommate comes home and the roommate who lost her cat is accusing my room roommate of letting the cat out. She's like, bro, I did not let your cat out. Do I not like yeah, absolutely. But I did not let that stupid thing out. And I was just like, yes, girl, tell her. Go off. Hours later, it's about midnight now. And we hear this meowing. And we're looking around. And we're like, where is it coming from? It was wild. It was like a cat ghost. And so we're just sitting there, not knowing from whence the meowing was coming from. And it was coming from the kitchen counters. We're like, hmm, someone might have opened a cabinet. And then the cat is in a cabinet. We open cabinets. The cat wasn't there. She had found a way to, you know, like you have cabinets and then there's sometimes like the corner awkward space where there's like space, but like no cabinet kind of thing. Mm -hmm. She had like found a hole cause like <laughs> this is student housing. It's not that great. And like got into the counter, but we couldn't get her out. Counters on top, thought she was in a cabinet. She's like in a secret compartment that's like inaccessible, but somehow she found a you hole. You couldn't open a door to get in there. No. Like she has to come out the hole she went in. Yeah. It's a cat. Cats are supposed to be more intelligent. That wasn't a thing. We were just like getting her little treats, some, I don't know, catnip, whatever cats like, to get her out of like the compartment. We're doing this for about 20 minutes, okay? The cat continues to meow and the cat, he's not going to college, so he doesn't understand like you can solve problems. He does not have the growth mindset. No, he does not have the growth mindset. He did not want to learn. <laughs> The owner of the cat, after 20 minutes of this, she's going crazy. And I'm not kidding. She calls 911. She calls 911 on a she, cat in a cabinet. Yes, she calls 911 and she's like, help, my cat's in a cabinet. And they're like, okay. Needless to say, she didn't really get anywhere with that. Go figure. So then she <laughs> called the fire department and they're like, well, we can be there like tomorrow morning, but like, we're not coming. You know what I mean? Little does she know, the cat being in the cabinet is not the most important thing in life. Yes, they're like the solving world. actual problems. Yeah. And so she's just like, okay. She has flipped her lid. She leaves and then she comes back. She starts ripping the counters off of the apartment. <laughs> she starts ripping the counters. She starts pulling the cabinet, trying to get to her cat. She goes to the oven, pulls out the oven away from the wall, unplugs it. Me and my friend, we're both just standing there like, excuse me? 
literally destroyed our whole kitchen. Pulling cabinets, throwing off countertops. I'm like looking at this, I'm like, bro, we're gonna have to pay for this. And she responds with, oh, I'll just tell them that it was like this when we got here. Because we were only three days in the semester and we hadn't finished our damage report. And then, despite all this, the cat still didn't come out. And it was, okay, looking back, it's funny, but like, I'm just like, now my kitchen's messed up and this girl's crying. She ripped off a bunch of cabinets when the cat was under one. Yeah. You have to make a mess of the whole kitchen mm -hmm. <laughs> when you could just pull up like one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the cat was trying to be like, leave me alone, leave me to die. I want to be in this cabinet. You know. This is my coffin. This is my coffin. I would like to die yeah. here in peace. Thank you very much. It may much. have been meowing, but it was singing praises. Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah. Jesus, take me now. Mm -hmm. She's like, my ninth <laughs> life is about to ixnay. <laughs> I am about to be twinkled. <laughs> Is that what it is? You have to change it for cats. So it's like, usually it's like the twinkle of the eye, uh -huh. but it's like, what, the twitch of a whisker. <laughs> the twitch of a whisker. She'd be out. Hours later, the fire department comes and they're able to take the cat out. So you did wait for the fire department, but your I kitchen mean, I went to sleep. Yeah, they came at like 6 a.m. And I'm just walking in class, looking back and seeing the fire department. And... She didn't go to school for a day. She's like, I'm just too traumatized. I'm like, bro, I'm gonna be traumatized for the rest of my life. Like, I saw you flipping some cabinets. I saw it. Yeah, and that's not even like lingo. That's like literally. That's literally what happened. <laughs> but it's okay. I didn't have to pay for the apartment, and I don't know if the cat's still alive. I know that she bought new cats. Needless to say, I have chosen to not live with a cat because of that experience. I'm sure cats are great. Mm. It scarred me, and I still can't look at a cat with crusty eyeballs the same <laughs> and it smelled too and that the whole dishes and the the food on the dishes it was coming from a cat like oh so smell. she hit every pet peeve yeah and then i served a mission afterwards because i was like wow i have to close this chapter in my life obviously based on my story i got over it uh-huh yeah. yeah i'm so mm -hmm. glad you were able to move on yep <laughs> and a twitch of a whisker <laughs> well thank you hannah for coming on the show today do you want to promote your socials <laughs> Like my social security number? No. Hannah <laughs> doesn't use social media. I don't even answer my phone. So like, yeah, just stay cool. <laughs> yeah, Good I'm advice. married now. I, she I has have to what I need. Social media. Yeah. <laughs> I am content with my life. <laughs> no, Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for coming. Absolutely. Now Kelly will serenade us going into our next guest. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Someday we'll find it. The rainbow connection. The lovers, the dreamers, and me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our next guest is my bestie, Emily. Hi. Tell us about yourself, but be funny, please. I have been up at BYUI for nine semesters, <laughs> and I don't even have my associate's degree yet. Oops. <laughs> so nine more here we come. Basically. Turkey. Let's let's bet. Actually, I think I have like a year left. So like three semesters left until I get my associates. Oh. I'm not doing my bachelor's up here. Are you kidding me? I'm so sick of school, dude. I'm gonna do cosmetology after this. So pray for me, please. <laughs> what flavor um, of cosmetology? What flavor? Like there's a lot of people who do nails up here. I don't really want to be part of that crowd. You don't want to be a nail girly? I don't want to be a nail girly. I'm going to cut hair mainly because it's kind of like a survival skill. Because yeah. like if the end of the world happens and people need haircuts, they'd all come to me. That's true. Like, like, well, and honestly, 
Give me a second. I'll cut your hair. Thanks. Yeah. Because, like, here's the thing if we're in an apocalypse, the end of the world or anything, the last thing I want is to see a bunch of ugly people. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Don't grow a beard unless you look good with it. Let me trim that for you. I don't like the long hair look on men. I trim it. I'll get Emily on your team in the end of the world (laughs) so that you're not ugly. And, like, crochet you everything to keep you warm. Yeah, you never know. He made me a panda and we named him Patrick Dempsey Jr. Yes. I think he's my favorite thing I own. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, like, since this is about roommates, I wanted to ask you, what's your biggest pet peeve? Oh, my gosh. Talking in baby voice. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It really is, though. <laughs> Do you know why? Why? Do you want to know the story about it? <laughs> yeah. All right, but So, like, I've been here nine semesters, right? So, I've had my fair share of roommates. During COVID, I had this one roommate. We'll call her Beef. She started out, like, okay. Like, she seemed pretty chill at first, as most roommates do. But then, like, as the semester went on, she was just, like, really weird. Nothing wrong with that. She was really quirky, but in, like, the negative weird way. She made base camp on the couch, dude. Mm. She had so many cups and drinks on the windowsill and then she had a heated blanket plugged in by the wall there and she had a computer all the time, another back pillow or something. I don't know. That was her couch. It was her couch, basically. No one would touch Beef's couch. She also would cry over the simplest things. Oh, no. Do you remember that time in 2020 when people were like, if you put a broom on the ground, it'll stand? She would do it constantly. Guys, look at this. Guys, look at this. And then one of our roommates accidentally knocked it down and she started bawling her eyes out. Like, she cried she, she cried because of a broom. She also did actually literally cry over spilled milk, too. I was like, oh, ma'am. That was like 13 cents worth of the milk. I know. <laughs> the biggest thing that annoyed me about her was that she always talked in her baby voice. I cannot stand baby voice now because of her. 24-7. I'm not even going to try to repeat it because it, it disgusts me. When any kind of voice like 24-7, it's like... Can you stop? Exactly. But the baby voice, which is like the most annoying of all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there was this one time where I asked her to do the dishes for clean checks. And because she would never do clean checks. <laughs> like, Those are the worst hey, for me. can you wash your dishes and the ones that you used? She'd use my dishes all the time. I'm like, okay, fine. As long as you wash it. So I asked her to wash them one time. And she did a cup. Maybe even a utensil. Like a fork. And she started crying. She's like, I can't wash all these dishes so hard and I'm just done. I have no energy for that. I'm like, you're really crying right now? It's the dishes. We have clean checks. I will not be here because I've worked. So that's beef. But like, there's this other guy, my friend, who I've known ever since I was up here. We're basically like cousins. I love him so much. He's so fun. Not in like a romantic way. He's not my type that way. He's like, I'm lonely. I need friends. Like, introduce me to your roommates. I was like, hey, whatever. My only roommate at the time was beef because all the other ones went home for COVID. And so I introduced her to him and we went to Rigby Lake and we just like chilled out and just talked and then afterwards we went home and then he texted me he's like hey do you and your roommate want to come with me to go get food Naya I was like okay cool we went back to his apartment he's not a student up here and so he lived in off-campus housing Ooh, so he like, had, like married apartments? housing yeah he had bougie apartments he lived in Stonebrook but like he was showing us his setup I've been there so many more times so I already knew everything I was basically doing the dishes and making the food and they were just like talking on the couch so I'm like okay cool um, um, Mary Martha situation yeah basically <laughs> <laughs> except they wanted the food they wanted the yeah <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about his life. He was a firefighter and he was in the army and he was doing massage therapy school. Beef just goes, I need a massage so bad. As so he brings up the massage table, you know, starts giving her a massage. And then I was like, you know, I also have an ache in my back. Can you rub it off for me too? He goes, yeah, hold on a minute. I think he forgot I was there. It got really late and we started watching a movie and I was like kind of tired. So he has a bed. It's always made. It's always clean. He never sleeps in it. He never touches it. He always sleeps on the couch in the front room. When I'd go over to hang out with him and I get tired, 
I would go to sleep in his bed. So I go to bed. I wake up because I had something early in the next day. I walk out in the living room and they're canoodling on the couch. She's facing out. He's like koala grab, like sloth grabbing her on the front. His shirt is off. I couldn't see anything on her end. He was covering her and there's a blanket too. And then she was just like scratching his back. And I walk out of the room and I look and I'm like, no, 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 you're done. As I walk out, she goes, can we talk about this? That definitely means something she happened. She didn't even try to cover She up. didn't even try. I was like, ma'am. And she's like, can we talk about this? Like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm just gonna go home. I can't, I'm gonna walk home. She had a car, I didn't. And I was like, I'm gonna walk home right now because I don't want to say anything I don't mean. And I'm upset right now. I'm very upset with you. They met literally less than 24 hours before. Mm. And I was like, there's no way. I go home and I shower and she comes home. She's like, we were talking a lot. And we were talking about like everything. We just connected on a different level. And just because you're talking doesn't mean you get to do things. And I'm like, did you guys do anything? And she's like, no, of course not. We didn't do anything. And I was like, hey, I'm going to trust you this time. Talk to him. And I definitely trust him. And he's like more than honest with me and he's like yeah we literally didn't do anything i wouldn't do that especially with how i am i'm like that makes sense and i come back after work and she's not home i'm like hey where are you she's like i'm at his house i'm gonna be back later tonight the next time she came back home was three days later <gasps> she was there for three three days. days and i'm like so what's going on and she's like oh we're like boyfriend girlfriend now i'm like after what she's like yeah we made it official like after you went home that one day oh i'm sure they so, didn't think to tell you after that first day when no. like, nothing happened like, no they didn't think to be like well we're dating but other than that yeah they didn't tell me all they said was nothing happened and we talked a lot no you know i'm literally the middle ground between the two i'm the only person who sees clearly <laughs> in this situation exactly <laughs> i'm just kind of like super fed up at this point and just be like hey you know what i'm not gonna be part of this and they're like no we want you to hang out with us i'm like no there's no way i'm third wheeling you guys that is way more than awkward for me so i do my thing and i'm like you guys do your thing i go on vacation because I haven't had a vacation in so long at this point. Family reunion in Arizona. They're Arizona. like, yeah, let's go. Flex stuff. <laughs> they were like, oh, we can give you a ride to the airport, Idaho Falls Airport. I'm like, okay, cool. My flight leaves at 7.30. I need to be there at 6.30 at the latest. And so I have all my alarms set. I stay the night over again with them. I thought Beef was on the couch next to me and then he was in his room. I fall asleep first, really bad mistake. Because when I woke up, she was not on the couch anymore. She was in the bedroom with him. They were both sleeping in the bedroom, in the bed. And I'm like, what the heck? I try to wake them up. I'm like, hey, I have to leave now. They don't wake up. I keep bugging them every like 10 minutes. They don't wake up. They don't wake up until 6.45. It takes 30 minutes to get to the airport. Boarding is always 40 minutes before the flight leaves. I miss my flight because of them. And I was like, uh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. You're lying. Yeah. I was so pissed off, dude. I was so upset. So like they dropped me off the airport and they're like, we're sorry. And I'm like, are you really? Like, no, my flight leaves tomorrow. I better not be late this time. They're like, yeah, you could just take the car. He'll drop me off and then figure it out from there. I'm like, fine, give me the keys right now. So I have control over it. So I went home. I didn't even stay with them. And then I texted them, hey, cars at the airport. You can go pick it up whenever. And they're like, okay, cool. My family reunion was like, it was supposed to be five days, but since I missed a flight, it was four days. Two of those were traveling days, so I had two of them with my family. The second day I was there, I get a phone call from him crying. I can't do this anymore. She broke my heart. I trusted her. She broke me so hard. I was like, I'm okay. All right, let's go. He's telling me his side of the story, and he's like, I'm going to go drive off the cliff. I'm going to go drive into a tree. I'm like, no, you're not. You're going to stay on the phone with me. I'm going to add her to the call. You mute yourself. We'll see what she has to say. Keep in mind, they went on the same phone phone plan. He bought her a new phone no. after the first five
five days of them quote unquote dating. That so Rexburg. I was like, you're kidding. After that, dragged me to Verizon to witness them getting a phone plan after I told them no. That's not a smart thing to do. You said that's bad. They're I like, said we're that's gonna really make bad. you watch. I know. Then after they're like, we're gonna go ring shopping. And I was like, um Wait, it's so, been five days. Uh, yeah, it's been five days. And they're going ring shopping. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going with you on that one. I have to be somewhere. Not really. My bed. I have to be in my bed. Back to the family reunion. I get a call. He's freaking out. I'm adding beef to the call. We're gonna figure this out. He mutes himself. She's telling me this whole story. Kind of different, right? I mean, obviously it's her perspective, but still like she added things in that he didn't explain. And I was like, basically her story was more sketch than his. Mm. Okay. He worded it as in she woke up and looked at me and said, I love you and it's all fine. Like I'm gonna have a future with you. Five minutes later, she said she was done. She was walking out and she left. It just didn't end well. I spent three hours of my family reunion time dealing with that crap and then I go home and at this point it's white glove it's checkouts and she was packing her stuff in her little car was ready to go to her parents house in Idaho Falls and since it was just the two of us we had the entire apartment to clean I did my part right when I got home she packed up her stuff looked at the clean check paper and said there's no way on earth I don't have the time for all of this she just left so she had like the kitchen and the living room and her room and she didn't clean any of it and you know when you fail there's a charge yeah so her total came out to four hundred dollars and she kept like trying to blame me for it i'm like that's your fault i hate you now i just let it all out. i was like you talking baby voice you're so freaking annoying i can't deal with any of this right now that is spicy Dude, i know anyways emily do you want to promote your socials yeah on instagram i'm superior dolphin superior underscore dolphin underscore your dolphin sound um okay <laughs> thank you thank you oh i have a tiktok and it's m dot southwest well thank you so much for joining us today emily now we will go into our final segment of this episode but first we will have another beautiful song by kenley am i a man or am i a muppet if i'm a muppet and I'm a very manly Muppet, very manly Muppet. Am I a Muppet? <laughs> or am I a man? If I'm a man, that makes me a Muppet of a man. A Muppet of a man. And our final guest for tonight, backed by popular demand, <laughs> is drumroll, Savannah from the trailer. Hey, guys. <laughs> So many people have told me that they miss you and that they loved you in the trailer, so <laughs> had to have you back. Cool. <laughs> How do you feel? To I'm be back? so honored to be here. I'm glad the fans <laughs> decided I deserve a second chance. They're so nice. So, Savannah, before we jump into it, since this is about roommates, I wanted to ask you what's your biggest pet peeve? Okay, are you ready? Yeah. In apartments, like especially college apartments, even if you have a dishwasher, a lot of roommates like refuse to use a dishwasher for some reason it's like it's not that hard to buy soap and use a dishwasher <laughs> but when they decide to just stack their dishes in the sink yeah, and then they much. like fill it with water to 
quote unquote soak the dishes. And then you stick your arm in there and it's just like covered with filthy water because you have to uh, like unplug the drain. It's like I don't want to touch other people's food. I don't want to have to deal with moving your dishes because you won't wash yours so I can wash mine. That's so annoying. Oh, I hate that. Well, because here's the thing. I usually just like hand wash mine because I'm like people don't use the dishwasher enough for it to be worth it. And silverware, I'm like, I don't know who silverware this is. (laughs) But like... I always wash mine right away. Like, I don't know if it's an anxiety thing or what. But I'm like, (laughs) I don't want to have that hanging over my head. But, like, when there's so many dishes in there, I can't freaking fill up my water bottle. That's where I draw the line. Yeah. You know? Well, then it's annoying, too, because people will stack up their dishes, and then you can't wash yours, so you just stack yours, too. And they're like, who put their dishes on top of mine? It's like... It's like, you did it first, babe. (laughs) If I could wash my dishes, we wouldn't be in this situation. (laughs) You did this to yourself, okay? I think we all know who's to blame here. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, and soaking the in like when ugh. you just have to stick your hand like to get the water out and to find the the little scrubby thing to like yeah, it's like reaching your hand into a sewer, grabbing a handful <laughs> of like just nasty gunk, and being like, mm-hmm, somebody had burritos. <laughs> like I don't need to know what you had based on what's touching my hand in the sink. Well, like, growing up, I don't know why, but we, like, hardly ever used the garbage disposal. And so, yeah, I don't know. But so, like, I was used to clearing off my plate in the garbage can. Yeah. You know? Exactly. But some people just, like, put it in with, like, their plates, like, not full, but, you know, like, they don't don't empty it out in the trash beforehand. I'm like, like, what are you doing? Yeah, also, like, what happened to scraper plate, rinse and stack? You can wash it later. Just let's make it tidy for now. Yeah, I don't want this thing to be freaking molding. Okay, so then, uh... Let's jump into the story you have prepared for today. Here's the tea. I'm so excited. <laughs> Normally, girls get really close with their roommates, become really quick friends, right? Mm. I met this particular person my, my sophomore year. We were roommates, and then we got really close, good group of friends, and then went home for the summer, and then COVID happened. And then I was like trying to decide if I'm going back up to school because of COVID. I ended up going. She was my roommate again, and she was getting married, and she asked me to be a bride me and I was like oh sure (laughs) just because I'm a socially anxious person I'm a good friend I promise but like yeah I'll be a part of your wedding (laughs) I love to be in pictures the camera loves me of course I'm gorgeous what else can you (laughs) this is for me not you actually (laughs) this is for you because I am the star of the show (laughs) you're so lucky that I can be with you (laughs) you may be the bride but I am the star of the show (laughs) if there was a movie about the situation you would not be the main character it would be me the bridesmaid bridesmaid number three i have a main character energy (laughs) so it's me my best friend at the time and this other friend who's getting married right my best friend and i were both asked to be in her bridal party and we were like yeah this is exciting blah 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 so we get to a week before the wedding i promise i'm not a bad friend you know like those podcasts on tiktok where it's like am i the a-hole for xyz (laughs) yeah i'm kind of the a-hole but also like i'm not only to blame I want like an episode on here that's like, am I the drama? (laughs) You don't think I'm the drama, am I the drama? Am I the drama? (laughs) (laughs) So the week before the wedding, we find out because one of our other friends went to the temple with her to get her endowments. We found out from this other friend that the friend that was getting married, future father-in-law had gotten COVID and she hadn't told anybody about it. And the wedding was in the next week and we're like, "Mm, we don't love this. We're supposed to be in the wedding party. We know they're not going to have any COVID precautions. They're not having masks. They're not going to do any of the things. It's against guidelines, too. That the mm-hmm. CDC put, like, put, put. 
sounds like when you have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> We're just doing a little demonstration. <laughs> the wedding itself is against all the guidelines from the CDC over a certain amount of guests and it's like, mm, you're not supposed to do that. Mm. But like, we're going to go because we're supportive friends and we'll wear masks even though they don't require it, blah, blah, blah. But we find out that her father-in-law has COVID. She's not going to tell anybody about it. And we're like, mm. That's so rude. Like you're going to give everybody who comes to your wedding COVID? Like, oh, things are coming my way. Thanks for the toaster. Here's COVID. <laughs> Here's your souvenir. <laughs> <laughs> you end up in the ICU. Just tag me in the post. <laughs> Hashtag COVID wedding. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like a line of beds from like everyone in the wedding party. Like. <laughs> My friend and I, we're like, mm, we don't love this, but neither of us are confrontational people. Mm-hmm. So we're like, mm, this is fine. And we're like, yeah, we totally need to tell her we're not comfortable with going to the wedding. But we're like, we're supposed to be in the wedding party. So like, this is not great because she's supposed to be our friend, but she's totally not going to be happy about this. <laughs> this is the part where I'm the a-hole. <laughs> It's like two days, I think, before the wedding. Two days. Two days. And she still hasn't told anybody that her father-in-law had COVID. And so my friend and I were like, okay, here's the thing. We definitely need to talk to her. We don't want to talk to her in person because she will yell at us. And if we do it in person, her fiance will go off. And we don't want to have to deal with that. We decide best option is to text her. It's like breaking up with someone over text, but this is worse because it's a wedding. Brandon, not the best. Form of communicating. My favorite form of communication is like written because then I can't like mess up. You know? It's the English major talking. Yeah, so I just need to put everything in order and send it and like it's good. <laughs> so it was like midnight. My friend and I, we shared a room. We were sitting in bed like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? <laughs> we compiled this text where basically like we're really uncomfortable with the situation. You're not doing the precautions. You should understand. We're not trying to be bad friends. This is just like what we feel safe with. Mm-hmm. Sorry, this is the last minute, but you kind of put us in a bad situation by not telling us the full details. And so sent the text. She texts us back. I think it was in the morning. She's like, you guys are bad friends. I'm never talking to you ever again. Blah, blah, blah. So that's the story of my first ever ex-friend. That's so sad. I never want to be your ex-friend. I don't think you will be. Yay. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Please don't be my ex-friend. And you know what's worse? What? She was the type of person who would fill the sink with dishes and fill it up with water. <gasps> she had red flags. Yeah. It was only a matter of time before you had a falling out. <laughs> Pots in the, in the sink, then COVID. Like, <laughs> just tell me you're sanitary. <laughs> <laughs> so for this final segment, I'm going to tell my roommate story. I'm so excited. So I have typically have really good roommates. Like I have, <laughs> I really have left out, but my second semester up here, that was not the case. <laughs> it was so toxic because one of my roommates was just a slob and the rest of them were petty. And I was just like kind of in the middle because I'm the perfect roommate. Uh. <laughs> and, Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> and so I spent most of the time at your apartment. That's so long ago. I know. That was last year. <laughs> My bestie lived there, and that's how me and Savannah met. I was living at this place. The bathroom was connected to the room, but there wasn't a sink in the bathroom. It was Ew, in the what? bedroom. It was like the sink and the vanity and everything. I hate that, though. And so I always felt like a bad roommate. I would come home. Well, my roommate would go to bed at like 8 or 9. And so... <laughs> <laughs> You're in college. Yeah, so whenever time I came home, you know, I'm taking out my contacts and all that stuff, and I'm, I'm like trying so hard to be quiet. And I'm like, this was just a bad setup. At first when I moved in, I was like, oh, wow, this is really nice. And then I was like, oh, wait, practically, this is the worst. <laughs> 
<laughs> and so the first like Sunday we were there, I'm like getting ready for church and stuff. And my roommate's just like still in bed. And I'm like, okay, yeah, like I'm not gonna force her to go. Get back from church, she's still in bed. She was in bed till 6 p.m. that night. The room was just so stuffy, and that's how the semester started. So open up the window, girl. Febreze should sponsor me because <laughs> I bought so much. Like I bought one of those that you plug into the wall. Yes. And that actually helped a lot. Because she would like make food on the stove. She would leave her pot on the stove full of oil. No. Her food would smell a lot. It wasn't necessarily bad, but you know, any kind of food that smells after a while in stagnant air. And this was a fall semester, so there wasn't air conditioning. So it was just like always stuffy. You're waiting for it to get cold. <laughs> Stuck with this for the semester. <laughs> yeah, literally. I didn't spend very much time there. I just slept the night. But then pretty soon my petty roommate started to catch on that, oh, she's kind of a slob. And for clean checks, I would always do this girl's stuff because I was like, why? If she's there the whole time. <laughs> I was like, I'm just not in the mood to tell her to clean. And she won't clean if I tell her. So I'm just going to avoid the confrontation. <laughs> that's who I am. Wow. And so there were only a few of us that actually cleaned. Clean checks and give me a percentage out of the six. What's what's the I think it was like 50%. Like three of us, what would the like heck? yeah. And so it got to the point, honestly, <laughs> like make them pay for it. Like, <laughs> I'm not, yeah, and that's what we ended up doing because we talked to like the managers when they do clean checks, and they're like, So we don't love this. <laughs> so we asked the manager, and they were like, Just put your name next to your like assigned jobs for the week, and we will just like charge whoever doesn't do their job. And so I was like, Oh my gosh, hallelujah, I don't have to do double the work now. This is great. There <laughs> See, was, it's, it's one thing if you're friends with your roommates, like, oh, Fine, I'll do it for you because I love you, but like, if it's someone you if don't it's someone like, you don't like, you're like, like the whole time you're like scrubbing the bathtub, you're like, Oh, I will murder you in your sleep i will find where you live and burn down your house i will make your pets fall in love with me and despise you for the rest of their furry lives i will unplug your charger while you're sleeping i will make sure you miss every single one of your 6 a.m classes i will leave the floor wet after i shower so that your socks get moist <laughs> i've never actually done that i'm not that petty uh, <laughs> There was one time I went out into the kitchen and the trash was so full. And like, I didn't spend any time there. And so like, I would take out the trash occasionally. Like when I was there, I was like, oh, she's getting a little full. But <laughs> I had not been in my apartment for such a long time. So she was a little full. <laughs> like, were, you the only, were you the only one that took out the trash? Like, I think some of the other ones would do it when it got really bad. But like, I did a lot. Because I think so, I can attest that, like, you were never at your apartment. You, like, yeah. slept, you slept there. Yeah. I just slept <laughs> on the couch multiple times at your apartment. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, fine. Like, no one else is going to do it. So I'm, like, doing the trash. I have to get another trash bag for, like, the overflow. And some of my roommates come out and they're like, oh, Rachel, we didn't want you to have to do it. Your roommate, we wanted her to do it. We were waiting until she would take it out because a few days ago, she tied up the trash bag, took it out, and like just stuck it next to the trash. Didn't put a new liner in it and didn't take it out. Just like, like put it outside the door. Like I know that's I not know. the full thing, but like we don't want the apartment to smell more. I mean, yeah, literally. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, I get it. That's really annoying. She didn't like put a new liner in. She didn't take it out. But also, like you're gonna wait for her. She's not gonna take it out. <laughs> like we're just hurting ourselves at this point. And so I was like, no, it's fine. Like I can take it out. I'm leaving anyway. And then I get home. And there's a note on the trash can and like the cute girl handwriting. It's like, if you can't help take out the trash, don't use the trash can. <laughs> it was so aggressive. I was like, So she should just leave her trash on the counter? <laughs> Good plan. Up, she ended up getting like 
a Walmart bag and just like hanging it on one of the, the shelves. Babe, that backfired on you. <laughs> you wanted to prove a point, but you're just making it more messy. Yeah, literally. Oh so, well, she's not going to take out the Walmart bag. She's going to fill up there. Yeah, so it's like... <laughs> you done goofed. Also, I feel like notes don't really work. It's just, oh, we're passive aggressive and everyone's like, did you see the note they put? Like, Especially when they have cute girl handwriting too. It's like, oh, you're so, so condescending. I hate so you. Sending so petty, yeah. I was like, I agree that everyone should help take out the trash, but maybe we should talk to each other. We would never talk as an apartment, it was just like gossiping. Like, everyone gossip about everyone, but we love it. Yeah, we're they better not have gossiped about you, though. I yeah, I was never news. there, so I'm like, You have tea with me, <laughs> bring it up with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Oh, you're going to be mad at me for never being here? Okay. <laughs> like, so, like, the next week, my arm starts hurt really bad. I have done the plasma. The audible gasp, even though I know. I, like, don't need a plasma. The medication I was on just, like, didn't work well with it. <laughs> bad mix. <laughs> Turns out, long story short, I had blood clots, which there are two types of blood clots, for those of you who don't know. They're superficial blood clots that aren't dangerous but are extremely painful and deep vein blood clots that are not painful but super dangerous and i had both <gasps> wow so i had the pain and the danger and it was the overachiever kind, <laughs> and it was the kind of medical problem that they don't want to tell you how bad it is because they don't want to scare you <laughs> if part of the blood clot broke off and went into my heart or my lungs i could have had a heart attack or a pulmonary embolism at the age of 21 and so <laughs> Cool. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, literally. It hurts so bad. I can't extend my arm because I feel like the vein is going to tear open. Like, I know that's gross, but, like, that's the point of that. And so I, like, text my roommates. I'm like, hey, just so you know, the reason I've been wearing a sling recently is because I have really bad blood clots. Since I don't have use of my right arm, I'll still clean up after myself and do all I can for clean checks, but I'm going to need someone to help me sweep. No one said, oh, my gosh, are you okay? Which I get. <laughs> You get that they're not concerned for your health? Well, you know, not everyone knows how bad blood clots are, I guess. And so I was like, I'll give you that. But she says, well, I'm not going to clean up someone else's mess. Who said this? One of the petty roommates. <laughs> Excuse me? I got home that night. It was filthy. There were like blankets and like papers and just things all over. And you're not going to clean up someone else's mess. I'm going to clean up your mess. But you, my right arm doesn't work. I had to drive myself to the hospital <laughs> one day. I had to leave class early and drive myself to the Rachel. hospital. <laughs> and I was like, they're not the kind that are going to like take me to the hospital if I need it. So They're not it. Yeah, they're not it. So I, uh, It's not the vibes. I went home and uh, did the rest of the semester online. So I was so sad. I was like... <laughs> but then I came back and I can use my arm now. <laughs> Thank you so much, Savannah, for being on this episode. Thanks for having me back. Would you like to promote your socials? Savannah has Instagram. It's S Snedeker. <laughs> Is that your Instagram? Yeah. S Snedeker. Yeah, at me, I guess. Well, thank you for tuning into iCringe. Make sure to give us a rating. And like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah. Tell all your friends about it. If you know anybody with a good story or if you have a good story, message me on the iCringe Pod Instagram page. If you like this special, I'm planning on having another special finals week. And it's going to be school-based, so like cringy classmates or professors. So let me know if you have any stories about that. Thanksgiving week, we're going to have a special. It's just going to be anonymous submissions. And whoever has the best submission is going to get a $15 
Kiwi Loco gift yeah. card for another date. And so <laughs> start submitting anonymous submissions so that we can pull and see who has the best story. Like you set up with another opportunity to have a better date. So keep those in mind. Send in stories. And thank you so much for tuning in to iCringe. Tune in next week for another cringy story. Bye. Bye. I'm sorry, was that bad? No, that was so good.